Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. Good evening, everybody. Good evening. It is. It is. Wednesday, March 11th, 2015, and this is our continuing trading call with Charlie on how to cash in on debt collectors. And uh, so tonight, uh, we are going to hear from one of our students who is working with Charlie on a really tough case, and he's going to talk to us a little bit about his experience working with Charlie. So, hey, Robert, are you there? I am, Tad. All right. Hey, so um, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, what you're facing and uh, what it's like to work with Charlie. All righty. Well, first first I want to preface something here, Tad. You know, uh, I thought this was going to be a cakewalk, and it's not. It's, it's an awful lot of work. It's very stressful. It's hard on the family. It's hard on me. It's hard on everybody. So, I want oh, yeah. to recommend to any anybody out there that's thinking, well, you know, we can just get out of some debt real nice and easy. You know, don't go into debt, you know, thinking you're going to get out of it easy. You know, it's not easy. So anyway, that that being said, you know, anybody that's that's already there and, and is having trouble, um, don't try to go it alone. You know, you you can get a lawyer, but uh, you know, if you could get a lawyer, you probably could have paid your debt. So um, the um, you know, I, my my choice was to go with you guys, and uh, so far it's been a very good experience. Charlie's been very helpful. Uh, I'm doing a lot of my own research, but, you know, uh, being a novice at this, uh, I never know if my research is leading me in the right direction or not. So, you know, I have that advantage now to bounce this off you and Charlie, and uh, Charlie makes sure I'm, I'm heading in the right direction because, you know, you can spend a lot of time, waste a lot of time, and get in a lot of trouble going down the wrong road going down the wrong rabbit holes and whatnot. So it's been very beneficial for me to have these one-on-ones with Charlie and um, and make sure I'm, I'm heading in the right direction. And a lot of the little things that you you overlook, uh, he draws those to your attention. So uh, it's been a very good experience thus far. All right. Charlie, do you have any comments you'd like to add? Oh no! It's always up to you guys. You know, I just you know I just do a little tapping, a little tapping on there. Um, maybe I'll someone day someday tell you about the tetherball principle. Okay. But that's just a little bit of tapping. That's all I do, and you guys do most of the work. And that's what um, that's what we're here for. You know, just uh, give you a little bit of coaching, and you guys basically do all the rest. And uh, it's, it's good to hear that you guys are getting in somewhere or you're into a position that you like and uh, have some control over your account. And, uh, and in, you don't feel intimidated in court anymore. So you're, you're doing good. Okay? So eventually you'll be able to do this and, and then on. 
you'll be a little bit changed in what you need to do. So it's good that good to hear every once in a while that you, you guys have a little bit of win, a little bit of uh, confidence come build up, such things like that. So that's a really good, really good feeling. That's basically what I do for that. You know, I'm not getting rich off of you guys, but you know, I hope to uh, you know change people's lives in in a manner that that helps them out a little bit better. <clears throat> Enough said, right? Well, now, Robert, I got a question for you. Sure. Now, you've learned some things from other programs about uh, um, debt elimination and, and things like that. Is that correct? That's correct, yeah. Okay. Um, what are we offering that other people are not offering that you like? Well, I like the one-on-one -on -one counseling with Charlie because, um, um, you know, I'm not – he's not talking over my head for one thing, which, you know, I've, I've, I did subscribe to Jurisdictionary. I think it's a great thing to do because it, it, it gives you a lot of, you know, um, uh, it's, a, it's an educational process and you can learn a lot about courts. Of course, when I'm done with this, I hope to never do anything in court again. Yeah, right. But, um, uh, but you know – Charlie's one-on-ones are just, uh, you know, are just very helpful because I'm not talking to a group, uh, and he's not, he's not addressing a group at the time. He's talking directly to me, and we're dealing with my specific needs and not all generalities. It's been very helpful in that respect. All right. Well, I'm, I'm glad that uh, we've been able to help you, and of course, your situation is not over yet, but. Uh, um, Anything worth doing is worth doing right and hard to do, I suppose. But uh, anyway, we appreciate you coming on the call tonight to let us know so that other people that are listening, uh, if they have any hesitations or anything like that, then, uh, perhaps they will. this will give them the confidence to step forward and, and uh, follow in your footsteps. And, Wonderful. Uh, and I forgot to mention... This call is being, uh, oh, what's the word I want to use, sponsored by youhavetheright.com. This is a youhavetheright.com training call, and if you want to uh, get more access to these calls and uh, access to Charlie's coaching, go to youhavetheright.com. Uh, you can sign up. Uh, we have a monthly membership which will give you easy access to these calls broken down by subject and uh, also access to Charlie's coaching. So. All right. We're yeah, eventually we'll probably have a whiteboard, are we? Are we not, Tad? Uh, eventually. We're not, we're not there yet. It's going to be just a little while. <laughs> yeah, we can. then you can see what I do. What what I'm doing here, other than pulling pulling my fingertip fingernails or anything, you know I'm really tapping at the computer here. Okay. So um, we're ready. Yes. We're going. Right, yeah, go right ahead. Okay. So most people have been having problems. Most people have been having problems with uh, trying to get to most right person. Uh, oh, okay, you guys, hit star six on your phone to mute out. We're getting some feedback. Oh, that's me. That's me over here. I I, I popped off my headphones. 
Okay. Okay. So well, go ahead and hit star up. six and mute out. <laughs> okay, so I'm on the, on the whiteboard, too. So. Okay. So that's what's happening. Okay. Most people have been having problems with um, uh, getting getting to the right person and sending your uh, letters intent to sue. Okay. Um, which only tells me that these guys are really, really hurt, and they're hiding themselves behind whatever um, whatever entity they're uh, they're coming at you from. Okay, so some of them are coming. It's going to be a short lesson. Some of them are coming in and uh, hiding themselves in Washington, Delaware. And there's some of them that are not hiding themselves in Delaware. They're mostly hiding themselves behind. Um, lawyers and lawyers from there and, and uh, other entities that we've seen, okay? So what we're going to do is how we're going to find the right person to really send this thing and really move on this um, the debt collection or uh, uh, get, uh, get them to pay, pay for their violation to F, um, FDCPAs and such, okay? So um, what I do, I look for the CEO or the CFO, and then I, I send those the letters intended to sue directly towards them. And the way I look for them is um, I go into the SOS, which is a Secretary of State of the Government of the country, country of the county, or, or I mean of the, of the state. So Arizona has one, Mississippi has one, you know, you go in there, Missouri, Washington State. And Tad, um, Tad found his, the people he needed to really direct his, his letters to in uh, Secretary of State because they have to do, do, if they're doing business in your state, they have to be registered. But some of them aren't being registered and they're going all the way internationally and coming from Canada. Okay, but they still have to be registered in some fashion. So they're either hiding themselves in Nevada corporations or they're hiding themselves in uh, in uh, Delaware, okay? And we tried to look into some Delaware, and they're hiding their agency also, which is pretty bad, because then they don't have no representation in that in that Delaware state. And I guess they're getting very desperate on, on that on that on that part, okay? So that means everything we've been doing, everything that other people are doing, that using FDCPA or just just uh, getting into a point where they're you know that you guys are winning, they're really backing away from that. But there's still some just being desperate, seeing what they can get away. For them, it's just a numbers game. Okay, 90% of the people don't fight fight them, and then the next 10% uh, try to fight them, and you got like the two to two to three percent that fight them and win. Okay. That's the part that we want you to be in. The two to three percent that win, it goes through it. And eventually we'll move those numbers up from that. Okay? So what we have is the SOS of .gov, and probably would be .Washington or .Arizona or .Oregon well, or something like that. What we you can do is do a Secretary of State corporate search or entity yes, search. exactly. You can do a corporate search in that. Okay? Like you might you want to look up you, Texas Secretary yeah, of State Corporation search. 
And then whatever the name they time. give you, you put that in there to find out who they are. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're not working. They're all working out of state. So you have to go to that state and find them there, okay? And if they're coming from Delaware or Nevada, they're pretty, pretty much hiding behind a lot of people. But they need to have, if any corporation, they need to have, um, they need to have an agent, okay? They have to have agency to represent them in that state if they're going to be out of state, okay? And uh, you need to address that that uh, agent so he can forward that lettering directly to these people. Now, um, you can go into Bloomberg, and you can go into Money Magazine, and uh, Time Warners and all this stuff, see if they, they, they match up with some companies and such. But sometimes they're just so small that the corporations are just small corporations within the state. And uh, usually they should be C-Corp or Ross. They're opening themselves up to uh, big liability, personal liability. Even though there's some, um, even if they have a C-Corp, if they're doing wrongdoing like they are, misrepresenting themselves, in most of, I would say, 99% of the time, and uh, 99% of the time. So they're actually doing what is called fraud, right? And if you can uh, get to that point where you can um, you can uh, show intent of fraud, then you have a case. But it's a little harder to, uh, to show fraud because you have to show the intent of fraud, Okay. So these are the places you need to go, uh, SOS.gov or SOS, Secretary of State, or the state they're saying they're coming from, and go from there. Or your right, state. Once you get a, huh? Or your state. It should state. be your state. Yeah, but you should be, uh, Tad. But sometimes they hire, um, hire a lawyer. Okay. Okay? And that's how they come into agency into your state. So they might be in a different state, and then they hire a lawyer, and they become, and then that lawyer becomes their agent in within your state, okay? But you want to go directly to them, okay? That way you you give them a little bit of shake and stare of what their name is, okay? So you you send them directly personal letters, intent to sue directly to them because then you're peer, uh, what is called piercing the corporate veil if they're doing any wrongdoing, in which uh, which most of the times they are, okay? They may be, remember the member may, they may be doing intentional fraud, okay? But we have to, we have to show that you, their intention is, is, is already done there, okay? All right, so um, we mentioned magazines, Time Warner magazines, money magazines, such as things like that. If it's a big corporation, they usually are bragging about it. The CEO likes to be bragging about it because they need their, their name and their logo out there. So they got good uh, exposure on that. Okay, so you can use Bloomberg. You also can use Dun and Bradstreet. Very important, Dun and Bradstreet. Um, and Dun and Bradstreet, you ha- uh, you register yourself. You register every corporation registers themselves, and that goes into business credit. So if they're trying to get business credit there, they you'll usually find them there. Dun and Bradstreet, C U N N, and Bradstreet. B-R-A-D, and then street, okay, S-T-R-E-E-T, okay, down in Bradstreet. These are, um, uh, these are the main 
uh, searches that you're going to go into. And we also have one, if you really get into it, they are in the SEC, big corporation. You're talking about SEC, uh, uh, they're probably into the SEC, which is they're being traded as over-the-counter, over the or, or they're going straight into Wall Street, which is both, but once there's different levels to Wall Street, too. Okay? So you got Wall Street, you got uh, um, over-the-counter OTC, and they have to do filings, and that's where you go into SEC.gov, and you put the corporation you're looking for. If they're big enough to be able to go public, be, be a public corporation, okay? If it's a private corporation, and you might not be, you might not see them in there, okay? Maybe they're they're doing their SEC uh, SEC paperwork, but those those paperwork have to be there if it's a publicly traded uh, company. Okay, that's basically it. So let me let me go over that, okay? SEC SOS.gov, which is Secretary of State of the country, the state they're coming from. SEC, you have other magazines done in Bradstreet, Money Magazines, and such things like that that you can look into and find the SPFO or CEO or the legal department from there. Okay? And sometimes if you can get their, their Social Security, not the Social Security, sorry about that. Get the Social Security. If you can get their telephone numbers, usually a corporation will buy a block of numbers. And what I would do early in the morning, usually uh, usually um, executives will be there early in the morning, probably six or seven. And I'll I'll try it out there and see if I can catch an executive, okay, <coughs> and uh, and doing uh, his hard work, or I'll do it at ten or eight or ten at night to see if I can catch anybody. Maybe I'll catch the cleaner, cleaning lady and she'll give me some information that I need. I'm a little sneaky when it comes down to it because sometimes you have to be a little sneakier than they, they are. And that's how when I call them, if you need to get their phone number and get from there, get their email, get addresses and, and names, okay? So you can directly give them names and addresses from there and move from there. And you know what else? That's another one. Better Business Bureau, too. The BBB, triple B, dot, uh, I think it's .org, not .net, but .org or .gov. I don't think it's a .gov. It's just a... a no, they're not government at all. Okay. So it must be organization. So it's triple B .gov or .org. Okay. And you can find a lot of stuff, a lot of complaints that, that that's happening within that, that, uh, that company. Okay. And usually you'll find somebody, oh, well, his name is such and such there, and you got a little bit of a little bit of play there you can work with. So Better Business Bureau is very informative of all the all the stuff that that complaints come in for that corporation or that company you're looking for. Okay? That's it. That's it for today. So I've got a question. You got a question already, huh? I do. All right. So if you're going to send a notice of intent to sue and you're going to address it to the executive, the mm -hmm. president or whatever, you know, when I looked up the search, I found also the secretary. Would you also address a separate letter to the secretary or just the president? Mm. Well, the secretary isn't there 
important to do an executive level. Okay. He's not really an executive level. He's uh, um, he's doing whatever the the execution. It's like a VP, vice president. You know, they give out vice presidents they, like they give out candy. Okay. You know, VP of the toilet, VP of the showers. Okay. Kind of deal. Make a feel good kind of deal. They're all titles. But the very the ones that hold the paperwork are the ones that uh, that hold the corporate paperwork are the CEOs and the CFOs. Okay. Okay. And then you have the board of directors behind them. Okay, those are the guys that are hiding behind them, and they're the ones pulling the strings for our CEO. But that's that's basically who you're looking for, the CEO for all executive level, right? And the CFO, because uh, if you can't get the legal department, they'll get the legal department on them. Okay, because okay. you're directing them, you're directing them into an executive level, right? You're not going. You're not going using their VPs or anybody below that. Okay. okay. So the secretary would be okay, but it's still going to go to CEO and then goes to the CFO and all this stuff. Okay. The CEO is the head of the head of the plane. Okay. Now, if you have to take this to legal action, would you sue the corporation or would you sue the president or both? Well, there's legal. There's le- uh, there are some sites, and I remember I sent you the sites for the federal FDCPA, and some of them you can do personal. Okay. If okay. you can find action that they did personal, okay, you can go directly personal. Maybe even um, maybe even um, direct it to the wife. You'll see how crazy and mad she gets. Right? <laughs> she gets. Okay. CEO, and then she's going to lose her Beamer, she's going to lose her purse, she's going to lose that diamond ring, <laughs> and that condo, and whatever it is. You know, he's, she's going to be rattling some cages, right? So, <laughs> so if you want to be nitty-gritty and, and be dirty like they are, okay, you can do that. Okay? I'm looking so forward to it. It's up to you. Okay? Okay, so... So let's open it up for questions. So if you guys have any questions, hit star 8 on your phone. Star 8. And we'll take it from there. Let's see here. We've got somebody from Orange County. Go ahead. Hello, Chad. Hello, Charlie. Um, I have a question regarding um, the, uh, like a credit card company. Um, is it easy to find the CEOs for that? For that? And mm-hmm. why isn't it just as effective sending to the, where you send your payments and sending your letter, letters titled uh, notice to principal, notice to agent, notice to agents, notice to principal? Yes, but the thing is, they are not, they're not, what I'm trying to do is get you to the point where where you understand you don't, you're not going into uh, filing a, a court, filing a federal uh, federal case, which we, we, we'll get to the point we will. It's not that much. Well, it's not that much what I'm talking about. It's like 300 or something like that, but I want you to stay away from that. 
That way, you know, you don't have to spend money. I'm trying to get you the money as quickly as possible. That way you're not spending or using energy more than you need to. Okay? But we're running into that but where they're not returning. They're not returning calls or they're not returning any any letters or anything like that. Okay? So that's what we're looking at. So they're they're not think they're not taking it seriously or they're just they're trying to get to get to the point where you ignore it and it goes away. All right? So that's what's right. happening sometimes. Okay? Did I answer your question? Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Thank you. Um, who <laughs> else? Sometimes tangents. Remember that you you trigger some stuff I need you to know, and sometimes we'll go on tangents. All right. And uh, just make sure that I answer your question before you go. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Okay. If anybody else has any questions, hit star eight on your phone. Chirp, chirp. Star eight. Well, it would appear that everyone is satisfied as far as questions go. So um, um, maybe Sue can get on. She she was telling me a little bit of her success. Oh, we've got one her, right here. Her case, if she wants to get on, okay. If she wants to call who, a little who bit. Who is that again? Oh, Cynthia. Okay. Okay. Cynthia, New Mexico. We've okay. been working so, together on this. Cynthia, if you want and to, she has a very yeah, very technical, very technical. Um, I think um, we have somebody else has a question wants here. To on record, if she doesn't, you know, it's okay. I think Robert has a question. Hold uh, on. She was talking. Robert has a question. Go ahead, Robert. This is Cynthia. Oh. Can, oh, there you go. Me? Wait a minute. Yeah. Sorry, I was trying to figure out how to unmute myself. But if somebody else Yeah, she just got off a court case today, isn't that right, Cynthia? We've been working on it for a few days. Yes, yes. Case. It's very technical, very highly technical on hers. It throws you all over the place, and there's so many people around there. Um, so many people around there, and they made it very convoluted. Go ahead and tell them what you got, whatever you want to tell them on your case, Okay. You don't have to tell everything, but you, you know, if you need to, just a little bit of what your what your case is like. Okay, so we um are involved in a foreclosure, and um our original lender is not the one party who is suing us. So we've also had a change of four different foreclosure attorneys. Um, have been working on this paperwork for over a year now, and we finally got to hearing today. And so um, Charlie helped us with um, an affidavit and with a counterclaim. And um, so basically today our hearing, because we're going to end up representing ourselves, the judge allowed us to go back to the very beginning and give us time to answer the interrogatories that the plaintiff requested of us, and he also told us that we had a right to send them interrogatories as well. And he also... Okay, stop for a minute. Yeah. Come on, Cindy. 
Now, now you you got something. Uh, you had to go into court, right? Remember, you had to go into court, and make sure that uh, um, that they haven't put no paperwork in. And obviously, they had put some paperwork in as those interrogatories, and that's where they get sneaky. Okay, just a little bit of reminder there that always, at least every Thursday or Friday, call up the courthouse, call up the, uh, the clerk. Make sure there's no papers in that in your case, okay? Because they'll sneak them in and they'll go, oh, by the way, we got this at the courthouse. Here, you're being served kind of deal, okay? So. Yes, and we notified the that? judge that we hadn't gotten any of that paperwork. Um, so because of that, he was giving us more time. So um, you're right, they did try, they snuck something in yesterday right before closing, and yet this morning when we checked online, and we even went up to the window, there hadn't been anything there, but all of a sudden her new motion was there when we were appearing before the judge. So anyway, yeah, we me, still have to let me, go back. Oh yeah. yeah, when you go to court, okay, make sure you, you go take a little visit to the clerk. Make sure there's no, there's no papers that are coming in at you, and if they do, if they sneak them in, Make sure you tell them that you haven't had time to review those papers. You just got them, and you need some extension of time to review them and give up correct answers to your to those to those papers or to rebut those papers. Okay, just remember that those techniques right there. Okay, go ahead, Cynthia. Um. Anyway, uh, that was just about all I, I wanted to say. But the um, the advice on how to do all of this and um, has been invaluable. So we really appreciate everything you've done and all the time you've taken, Charlie, to help us sort all of this out. Um, so anybody out there who's fighting um, any kind of a legal matter, it is well worth your while to invest into this group, this organization, because um, I know that they're they're um, willing to help you and bend over backwards. You know, Charlie's called us at different times just trying to answer our questions, and so we really appreciate that. And, you know, with that, I, I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to get off the line because I just got company. Um, but, again, I want to okay. say, you know, I'll appreciate you right, guys, Cynthia. and thank you. Cynthia, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Now, that that comes in that... Uh, that comes in with a little... See, when you guys trigger off something, I'll give you little techniques as they go. Let me give you the next technique here. All right? What the judge is going to be looking for is a contract. All right? And I'll usually tell this con the judge, Judge, look, I don't have a contract. I don't understand this contract. I, I don't think you either understand this contract. There's no detailing that I can... It's so convoluted that, you know, I can't... You know, I don't know what the offer is and I don't know how to perform on this contract, if it is a contract that I should be be performing on. Okay? So that's how I would go into court. And and if if they're like, if it looks like 10 monkeys put together some paperwork and threw it in there, then there's no no way of understanding it. There's no concession. There's no time. There's t no timeline on it, uh, which is very important to have the timeline when the paperwork comes in. Okay? So just a little technique there, let you know. Okay. A little little bit of my what I um one of my mantras and such when it comes down to it. 
So, Charlie, I think uh, Robert had a question, and uh, we, we got to Cindy before we got to him. So let me unmute Charlie, real, unmute uh, Robert real quick, and see what his question is. So, Robert, go ahead. Oh, jeez. Yeah, we would have his quirks in the system tonight. Robert, can you hear me? I'm unmuting him, and then it shows that the system is muting him. Hey, Robert, if you can hear me, speak. Don't push any buttons, just speak. I can hear you. Oh, there we yeah, go. Now okay. I'm, yeah, now it says I'm unmuted. Okay. Um, I was just wondering, Charlie, have you heard of a statue at large um, that actually prohibits lawyers from defending, um, or bar attorneys from defending debt collectors? I, I ran across a YouTube today, and, you know, we've got to be real careful with YouTubes because those, yeah. are the, those, those are the ones that could feed you a lot of false information. But this guy... Although he was not very articulate, he went in very, very uh, sharp detail uh, about this thing, and, and uh, I followed it, and you know it sounded pretty powerful. But then, uh, you know, I just looked it up again. I'm reading it myself, and I'm just not sure. But um, oh, you, you know, want to wanted to see if it's telling the truth? Telling the truth? You want to see if it's yeah. for good? good? Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, but. Oh, is it the Hawaii one? Is it the what? Is there the one that the Hawaii one? That uh, he was going to no. be extradited? Is that the one? No, you're no, about? no, no, no. This one actually is not anything about any particular case. It's just information in general. What it is is uh, you want you want I can read it to you. It's ninety one stat eight seven four section eight zero three. Mm-hmm. And then it's okay, sub. Uh, sub- statues are large. Okay. Yeah, statues are large. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. I would have to look it up but myself. It, okay. Yeah, but it actually it 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 looks like it says that, that attorneys. Yeah. Well, take a look and see what you think on it, and and we'll talk about that. Okay. Um. Huh? Uh, I'll have to look it up later on. But basically, yeah, yeah. you know, if we really want to go, we go to member, Amendment 13 of the Constitution that, you know, uh-huh. nobody with a title could hold office or be brought in. That's where 1812, the War of 1812 came into play. And that's where... Right, but they, a lot of yeah, but they were able to... They were able to hide that. This is, this is one of the statutes at large. Exactly. It's, it's right out there for everybody to see. And, you know, now when they codified it, they eliminated that particular subparagraph because it's subparagraph six, subparagraph G, and uh, and then when they codified it, they eliminated the paragraph about the uh, the lawyers. But in a court situation, the statutes at large uh, supersede the codified laws, I, I believe. So it, it it should still take precedent over it. And I'm thinking going in there and telling all these lawyers to get the heck out of there. Yeah, well, read it, read it when you when you got time, and let me know what yes, you I think. Yes, I will. I'll check it out. Uh, send it to me through the system, and I'll check it out. Okay, and, and give, I'll, I'll do that. My, my understanding of it. Okay, I'll do that. I just we, don't, we, I we, can't we, rattle it off right now. 
Okay. No, no, that's fine. Whenever we you just, can't rattle just, off anything, just make sure you know you don't you don't put yourself in a situation that you don't like. Right. Oh no. Right. Okay. Now. Find somebody. Someone, it made me crack up. Someone sent me something that said, "I don't lie. I just haven't told the whole truth or the whole story." Right. <laughs> I cracked up on that. Okay. Now I just sent you Bernie's uh, first. Uh, rough draft of uh, her her first set of interrogatories. I sent that. I uploaded okay. that a little while ago, okay. and I'll go ahead and upload this okay. information as well, and then see what you think. And I'll talk to you later, maybe tomorrow, okay. we can talk or something. All right, great. Yeah, Thank you. we'll probably have the talk tomorrow. Okay. Okay, great. Then, All right. Uh, Thank you. Thanks a lot, Tim. And that uh, large. Right, send Robert. it to me. Then I'll look it up. I'll do that. I'll get it to you. Thanks. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Thanks, All right, thanks Robert. Uh, let's see. I think our caller from Oregon had a question, and they're back. So I'm going to see if I, hopefully, if you're from Oregon and you just called in, you got a question. Hit star eight. Okay, Oregon, I just muted and unmuted you. Go ahead. All right. You can hear me all right. Yes. Great. I figured that was you. You figured right. <laughs> Hi, Charlie. This is Rich. Hello, how are you doing? Hi. How's everything? That's a big question, Charlie, but in my little part of the world, things are going pretty well. Okay, good. That's good. Yeah, appreciate, appreciate you being there. appreciate my... both of you guys. I didn't hear you, sorry. Okay. No problem. <laughs> I just kidding. All right. <laughs> well, let me go ahead here. Uh, I have uh, actually a little laundry list of questions. They're pretty quick and uh, several of them probably just yes or no, but anyway. Um, is there any difference in finding the process of finding the current holder of a note when the property has gone through foreclosure and, and an alleged resale? Uh, you would have to do an investigation. Uh, you'd have to pay, like, I don't know, sometimes it's just like 500 or 300 to find uh, the chain of custody of your notes and your and your and your promissory notes and such things like that. But there is, there's a way. But uh, we don't, uh, I don't get into too much mortgages because the friends that I had that taught me, they either got assassinated or got nearly assassinated. How's that, huh? So. Uh-huh. <laughs> that sort of uh, chills your ardor for the subject. Is that right? Yes, and I'll help out as much as I can with the mortgages, just like I'm helping these people out with the mortgage and such, what I know, because yeah. things have changed a lot in the last year or so. Okay? okay. There's a big thing coming up, and I just don't know what's coming up to be able to say, okay. yeah. But there's been a lot of changes in the court systems and the monetary systems, both international and and domestic. Okay. okay? That's uh, what I have right now that I can, that I can share. Okay? Who... Who does one pay this three or five hundred dollars to? Is this to a private investigator or specifically? Uh, uh, yes, there are. Let me. Uh, Cynthia mentioned that she paid somebody to find um, the chain of custody. I forget what is this called. She just mentioned it right now. Um, we'll have to go through the phone, go through the record, or we'll um, just go hold the chat and we'll find you that that number. Yeah. Yeah. Or find you that um, find the people that do that. They have a special name to it. Okay. Okay. 
I'm sorry, I can't help you. We're, we're talking. Okay. We're talking different than the securitization auditor. There, are you? Um. Yes. Uh. It, but it could be called that, and they probably extend their services beyond that, because you're not only looking for the securitization, you're looking for the monetization of that those notes. Oh yes. Okay. And the trust. Okay. okay. Uh, and the trust they're holding into. Okay. Where they're being held in, the tooling services. Okay. Mm -hmm. They might extend, uh, you, the, who you mentioned right now, they might uh, might extend their services to meet all those all those variables for you. Okay? Okay. All right, number two. What changes, if any, would you make in the form or content of Dan Benham's affidavit? Or are you happy with it as is? With Benham, Dan Benham, yeah. I like uh, what he's done. He's connected the default and the affidavit together, and um, uh, um, what would you say? Um, the um, um, what would you say? But he's uh, he's defaulted them, and at the same time, um, uh, given them a verification letter. So he's put that, those two together and yeah. put them in and into an affidavit. All right. Yeah. Well, I, so I know you like this material. I was just wondering mm -hmm. if you uh, if there's if you would just accept the documents as is. Obviously, you uh, adapt so, them to your you own facts. To, yes, you have to customize them to your own situation. Sure. Okay, sure. No, I didn't mean that. Just... You're doing a Australian mortgage, and then you have to go through the state. Your state level, okay. You have to customize them to your mortgage because sure. there's no no um, no cookie cutter mortgage right now. Okay? Yeah, no, I wasn't referring to that. I only meant uh, yeah. some of them are line there... of credit and mortgage. Okay, you got you got a mortgage and a line of credit. Okay, and then sometimes you only have the line of credit, and which is going to, they're going after the house right away. Because they think it's it's a mortgage, they're considering it as a mortgage. So you got three fashions there. Okay, he's doing it to default the original lender. Okay, that means your first mortgage. Okay, yep. and in that situation, when he default, when you default the original lender, all right. Now this is very unique for what he's doing. He he puts a time time stamp in space and time. Okay, time stamp that anybody who comes after the default is an an intentional fraud. Okay? Is in right. intentional fraud. Okay? And that's what's so unique about his paperwork or his affidavit. It makes it pretty strong and nobody wants an answer to it. <laughs> Good. Good. Mm -hmm. Um any of his and again, same question about any of his other documents. I mean, I'm I'm a great one for appreciating somebody else's work, but I all know that I, I know that we all come with with different uh, amounts of experience of this and that. I'm just talking. I consider I'm talking to another teacher, you know, like as though I were talking to him. And I was just wondering about any of his other documents. Would you just take them just as is and adapt them to the facts of the no, situation? No, never take it as is. No, I'm, I'm, not asking, I'm not asking the right question. I'm just saying, would you change any of the content other than adapting them to your own needs? 
You think his, um, his documents are just perfect as is, as long as I don't treat it as a boilerplate. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying be a slave about it and just take every comma and all that. I'm only saying, it sounds like you've already answered the question. You're real happy with the documents as is. All we need to do is just uh, tailor make them to our own uh, facts. Exactly. Yeah, this okay. is why we don't give them, uh, we don't give you guys um, letters of intent to sue as a template because they're so so simple to make. Okay, yeah. there's only three. Okay, three elements to that letter. So you huh. might as well write it in your own words. That way, they don't find a template within our group and say, "Hey, oh, that's that group doing this and that." Yes. Yes, okay. I recall. Uh -huh. So you're running into that one, and this is why you should. Uh, it's always beneficial to go through his, his paperwork. Right. He has a very strong. Uh, very strong template, right? Yeah. Some of it, um, uh, I would, what I would do is I always want to never assume or presume. I had a, I had a perfect joke for you guys for presumption and assumption. We'll use it later on. Maybe you've heard it. It's going around, around, okay. around the Internet, but it was really good. So I was going to try okay. to get it to you guys so I can read it to you. It's, it's okay. a perfect example of, Never presume, never assume, okay? You will go in okay. there as barely knowing nothing, right? right? So that's where you get into the, your wording of any pay document he has. But he has a very good foundation of what you need to do, in which way he's leading the person into uh, uh, either either assuming these, these situations, okay, being true or not. And if they're not true, if you don't answer them, we're going to default you into the 20, I think it's 20, 20 defaults. If you default to this, this becomes true. The 20 items he puts in there, and they're very strong. And I haven't seen anything I, haven't seen anything I would put or add right now until I, okay. really, uh, I really see what we're going through there. Okay? But understand That's what I, I was trying to find out. Okay, good. Okay. Okay. Uh, would you suggest any... Knows. Sorry. Pardon me? Go ahead. Please, go ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I just had another question. Was there more on that one, on that answer? Okay. Yeah, uh, would you suggest any particular sequence for studying his materials? Because there's a lot of material there on Angela's site, as you know. Well, yes, it is. Go through his paperwork. The first one's the affidavit of trust. Okay, yeah. but first, and anything you do, all right, and anything you do, you want to do your goal setting, okay? Yeah. All right. Find out what these people are trying to get to you, okay? Read the paperwork out loud. I tell people to read the paper out loud. It resonates through your body, okay? And understand uh -huh. that I'm going in esoteric with you, but every cell in your body acts as you, as you, a little you, and you have your brain that works as big you, okay? So if it doesn't, yeah. if you don't get that feeling with it, you're under, if you're not getting that gut feeling with the other paperwork, you shouldn't use it, okay? okay. It should resonate within your body. Use your body because that's what it is there for, okay? Use your instincts. You have them. Tell us what you use and what, what your survival instincts are there for, okay? Now, are you referring to my own document after I've done it? Are you referring to reading something of Dan's? Both. Okay. Both. Both. Got it. Even when you get a summons or anything, read that out loud and see what they're actually trying to say to you. Okay. okay. Some people won't read their stuff. Some people won't uh, get the <clears throat> a summons 
and they're too scared to read the summons, okay? Very true. And they have such a fear of courts. They have such a fear of cops. They have such a fear of lawyers. We have to take away that fear from people, and that's what I'm telling you. Read them out loud, and you see for what they are, okay? Usually it's the wizard behind the curtain. Right, right. Okay. Okay. So you were saying start out reading the affidavit. Uh Uh-huh. No, oh yeah, read the affidavit of a trust. That one's really good for mortgages, and um, I don't think he has anything for creditors or uh, debt collectors. But he was doing no, mortgage, and I think he's doing uh, uh, IRS issues too. Yes, he has paperwork in there for IRS issues right now. Right, right. Which I'm not, I'm not in, um, I'm not doing it. Right. But you know, I haven't been able to read off his paperwork either. But what I, what I do sometimes. Is I'll put lectures or or his paper his stuff and I'll loop it during the night. So I have earphones on and I'm looping it through my looping it uh, all night long. So he has a two or three mm-hmm. hours and put two or three mm-hmm. hours in there and I'll loop it. Okay, and yeah, you'll be surprised like how much information you catch in in during the night. Right, okay? right. Cheers, that's a great. And then you can you should listen to it once at least once. After that. So you have that ingrained into you. So it, it's okay. more understandable what he's going to do. But um, okay. he shows you on, I think, 289, October 20, October 28th or something like that, last year. Uh, uh, 20, minutes. 23rd, I think. Yeah. yeah, he talks about, he's the third person I've known that talks about um, the, um, uh, what is it? Um, uh, what is it called? Uh, credit. Uh, defaulting with credit. Oh man, I got a brain fart. Uh, mm. uh, <laughs> uh, um, distinguishing the credit from the two faces of credit of the United States. Okay, to use this is the third person I know that uses the full faith and credit of the United States mm-hmm. of America. Okay, to uh, discharge discharge. There you go. Discharge his uh, his debt. Okay? Yeah, and he talks about. Fifty minutes into his call on October thirtieth or something, it's two eighty nine episode two. Uh huh. Two eighty nine five. Okay, you can hear him, and that's on the creditor's hearing that he puts himself as the creditor, knowing that you're the creditor. He knows he is the creditor, and all this. He challenges that everybody else, and then from there he goes, he, he discharges all his all all his paperwork, and you can listen to his words and how he he does his mantra. Okay. Cool. And that's that's the third person I've heard that that's done that discharging his whole mortgage mm-hmm. and some other paperwork he had done with the with his bankruptcy. Okay. Okay. Good. I understand that we have a cause of action if the supposed lender is continuing to profit from the various frauds of the bogus loan. I don't understand though. Uh, any way to invoke the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act for events that happened more than a year ago? Am I missing something there, or is it all you're referring to that well, to me was about the, uh, the fraud? Does not, fraud does not have no statute of limitation. Right. Okay, has no statute of limitation, no time step on it. So once yeah. you understand when the fraud, when when you understand, that becomes two years from there, Okay. So right now you're not understanding how these guys have frauded you. 
Okay. Okay. So you don't have that understanding just yet. But when okay, you do, I'll accept that. work. Okay. I understand okay. the comprehension on that. Okay. So I'm sure I can understand what I do now. Work in front of you. You don't have the comprehension that there is fraud being perpetrated within within your case. Okay. And anybody who has in the enjoyment of the fraud is accomplice to it. Okay. And that means there's yes. the wife that holds the furs and all that stuff. Because she's yes. in the enjoyment of the fraud too. She's profiting from mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, you could say profit, but uh, she's in enjoyment of the fraud more than profit. Yes. Okay. Right. The different okay. words for what they say. It's okay. the enjoyment Good. of it. Hey, they're yes, enjoying themselves off the fraud that they have perpetrated on you. Okay. Right. 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 Okay. We have a first-time listener on the call, I believe, family member of mine, does not understand or accept particularly that the bank never loaned her any money, without necessarily reviewing those elementary steps, if you feel that most other listeners are already aware, can you point us to some particular piece of material, document, website, something, so she could, that you would say would help her get the clearest fundamental understanding of the depth and scope of this banking and mortgage fraud? You know, Where could we start to do some... Okay, most of the time I ask, have you ever, I ask people, have you ever been, have you been out of this country? Okay. Yes, I have, and she has also. Okay. What makes the difference from any other country is that everything is prepaid and pre-taxed. We are 100% taxed on everything Mm -hmm. we go. Remember when Clinton went into the VAT tax, he wanted to do the value-added tax? And I go, how yes. the hell are you going to do value-added tax? There's already value-added tax in there. Okay? Everybody uh-huh. who touches a product is taxed. So it's 100% taxation into the, into, in, into the product. They should really technically not be putting any taxes into, uh, into, into what you're buying, any sales tax either. The only yeah. sales tax should be coming in from the corporation, and no sales tax should go into the community that that corporation is enjoying their their profits from. I Am get I that, and and I take your word on uh, faith value, but we both know that right at the moment you're just a voice on the phone to uh, somebody just calling in for the first time. Walker Todd. Uh, let me give you the ideas. ideas Walker Todd. Yeah. Go, go yeah. read the Walker, Walker Todd would be really good if she, yeah, those are the mechanisms. Yeah, that's those are the mechanisms for banking. Okay, that's how the mechanics work on banking. You're uh, talking about his uh, his affidavit, are you? Yes. Yeah. Take, yeah. Okay. Take the Walker Todd affidavit and Richard. However, take the tour. You have the right dot com. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she has. A, yeah, you got pretty good stuff in there, Todd. Other than my stuff. Yeah, he has... If she does Say that tour, sentence again, Tack, because I got only half of it. I heard that you were directing me to the website. Take what, the tour. tour. Go to youhavetheright.com on the top That's it. menu. That's it. There's a button that says tour. Take that tour. There you go. I got it now. Cool. All right. Um, yeah, they have... Um, 
bankers, mechanics, or bankers' handbook and such things like that you can go through. But most yes. of the time when you read those books, you are not understanding those books because they have definitions very different from what your words are, okay? They're right. using words very differently from yours, and you have to know the proper definitions. And most very of the good. time, these proper definitions are only taught word by word, okay? Yeah. <clears throat> or good. word by mouth, <laughs> mouth to word, mouth to, mouth to ears, or hearsay. Yes. Okay. okay, two more real quick ones, and I'll let you go on with other people. Um, for the same person, um, she... Uh, what am I trying to say? Let me read it the way I had it written here. Uh, she's the alleged borrower on the loan that we've been talking about. I have all the documents for that loan, but she mm-hmm. obtained a second loan uh, in order to make the down payment, and, it, and, she, and she secured that with her own house. Can you give her some reassurance? And I'm assuming she's listening. She said she would or hear the recording. I I keep telling her, all you need to do is call the bank and tell them that you would like copies of the original documents, the application, the promissory note, and the deed of trust. Am I correct? All she should have to do is just, you know, talk to the bank and say, hey, I'd I'd like copies of the documents. It's that simple, right? Yeah, do that. Okay. She can do that and read your documents. People just sign off and then sign off on that. Just to get the house, they're so elated that they qualified for a house that yeah. they don't know what they're getting into. Oh, I'll worry about yeah. that later. Very later has already come, right? Yeah. And now they're worried. Yeah. Exactly. All right, one last one. This is a very unusual situation in that the game has now changed in the past few weeks in Utah. I don't know if you've heard about this or not. Utah homeowners fighting against B of A have been saying for years mm-hmm. that B of A, with its in-house trustee, had no right to sell 80,000 houses that they sold. Well, now a state judge mm-hmm. has recognized that. What you know, the legislature, the governor, mortgage attorneys have been screaming about it for years, and they invalidated B of A's ownership to a house, and the homeowner is staying in his house. My question to you is, how important is that to the Dan Benham process? Since we're really way back at the other end of the process, the line, you know, we're attacking the validity of the loan at all. Would you even reference that decision in the letter to, you know, the current holder of the note? Is even worth bringing? Well, I got an idea for you. If I don't answer your question, it's because I want you to know this. All right. Consider what has happened in the mortgage as an invasion from a foreign agency. Okay, mm-hmm. these banks are foreigners to us, and they are yeah. taking our land, mortgage by mortgage. And the yeah. people that I studied this with, okay, like I told you, some were assassinated for it for helping out. But this is a yeah. new time and new new earth. Okay, new time yeah. and space now. This is a time to move forward and claim what what is ours. We're literally fighting for each inch of land on the United States, mm-hmm. okay? And that's why, for us, it's like a civil war or a war against people that are trying to take over our property, okay? Yes. It's a new war, new act of war, new way of war, okay? Yes. And that's what's happening with it. Uh, did I answer your question? I, I wanted to give you that idea, all right? I'm very glad you gave me that idea. 
Um, I, I would guess I'd just say it couldn't hurt for me to put that in there. But again, we're talking about way downstream from the original fraud. We're talking about, as I described this to somebody else today, she was saying, oh, you've got to put that in. You've got to ask. I said, no. If I see somebody driving my car that's stolen, it doesn't matter whether the person who sold it to him was, you know, somebody that took it out of my yard or a licensed dealer, it's still a stolen car. It is. So I don't, it doesn't yeah, matter to me do? whether the trustee who sold it was licensed to, to be a trustee in Utah. It's completely irrelevant. Yeah, if, 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 if they catch you with stolen goods, what's going to happen, okay? All right? If you got a stolen watch from a pawn shop, they're going to take it away from you, okay? Right. And if they can ta- uh, if they can say that you got it from the pawn shop, it was already stolen, the pawn shop loses out on the money, loses out on the watch, okay? Right. This is why there's adamant of knowing who owned that watch, and that's what they haven't been doing. Due diligence on just that, on the mortgages, so who really owns the paperwork? Who right. really owns the mortgage? Okay? They haven't been doing that. The pawn shops are even more adamant than, of doing of going by the law than these mortgage mortgage companies have been. Okay. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> okay. So hey, that that's an analogy someone can can take. Okay? Yeah. Very good point. Pawn shop. If you understand pawning, that's you know they would they take away your property. They would take it away and find the they would find uh the, find their rightful owner in it. And after yeah. evidence has been done off it, off of it, right? For for a for a two hundred dollar gold watch, what about for a two hundred thousand or five hundred thousand dollar house? Exactly, that's the same yeah. thing. All right, okay. Charlie, thanks so much. I really appreciate it. All right, Richard, thank you. All right, Charlie, we're up against our hour, and nobody else is in line for questions. So I think we're going to go ahead and end it for now. Okay. So. All right. Okay, everybody, hey, thank you very much for showing up. Be sure to tell your friends about our calls when they come up because we need to have other people, more people learn this stuff so we can put these dirt bags out of business. So uh, also tell your friends about youhavetheright.com and the resources that we have available there. So uh, anyway, I think that's going to do it. So, Charlie, thanks again, and uh, I'll let you guys know when we'll meet again. All right, so good night, everybody. All right, bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.